Available right now via the iHeart app and iTunes. Our two new podcasts. Armstrong and Getty, one more thing. That's our daily after show podcast. And Armstrong and Getty Extra Large featuring our interviews of the most interesting people in the world. Subscribe today via the iHeart app or iTunes. Or wherever podcasts are given away for free. Because we're stupid. the problem. Everybody to freak out. This is the new way. And it's the new day. Roughly in the microwave. Because consciousness is expanding. This is when you guys are supposed to cheer. Please clap. Are you serious? Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. We can, in an open setting, at least agree that he's a bad dude. I give you America itself. This is Ed McMahon. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. From Studio C, C Senior, what is it? It's a dimly lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And today we're under the tutelage of our general manager, Chewbacca, the Wookiee. Passed away at age uh, whatever Wookiees live to. Mange? Uh, the distemper got him. Oh. Yeah, Peter Mayhew, the seven foot four giant who played the Wookiee. Oh, he, he ran around in the street. He's passed. He bit somebody and they put him down. Allegedly. Do I understand my uh, calendar correctly that it's Friday? Is that what I see on the calendar? According to media reports, it is Friday. Okay, fantastic. That means Published something. Published reports. That means something to you? I am happy for you. I hope you, uh, da, da, help da, you party like crazy. Just a nonstop party. My brother's appendix ruptured the other day. Great Scott. Like uh, like five days ago. He went to the doctor yesterday because that's the kind of guy he is. Herm <laughs> Wow. Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> wow. Anyway, yeah, so I've been texting with him. He's never been in the hospital before in his life. And so hmm. He's in the hospital for like three days now. and uh, He's not digging it. Getting pumped full of antibiotics, huh? Yeah. Good, yeah. But so anyway. You got the private room? Yeah. Yeah, that's everything, man. That it is everything. Really, he's is. not digging it with a private room. Oh boy, he has no idea. <laughs> right? Yeah, I was explaining that to him because I've had the non-private room, and I was telling him about the other people's families visiting and stuff like that. And yeah, hey, how you doing? <laughs> yeah, oh, you got a curtain that kind of, sort of, like blocks the visuals, but you hear everything. Oh yeah, they're like three feet away from you. Oh, oh, it's loathsome. Yeah, my brother, who never missed a day of school kindergarten through graduating high school from being sick and got some sort of certificate for it. And I think he's missed like two days of work in his entire life. Wow. So he's just that kind of a guy. Yeah. And um, at Christmas time, when we were all together, he was doubled over in pain. And I and his daughter were trying to convince him, you need to go to the emergency room, dude. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. You're not supposed to be in this much pain. Wow. In your gut. Wow. This was it. This was uh, in the first week of January. So his appendix has been on the fritz all that time. Oh, my god! And he spent the entire weekend, he said, on the floor, sweating and vomiting. Oh, 
Jeez. In pain. That's when his appendix apparently ruptured was sometime wow. last weekend. Wow. And then he went to work on Monday morning. Oh, my God. And uh, working in a warehouse and stuff. And he said he was driving a forklift. Every time he hit a bump, he thought he was going to cry. <laughs> yeah, it's because one of your innards had ruptured on you. Dude. And so his coworkers finally convinced him to go to the doctor yesterday, and they did a CT scan and said, you need to get in here immediately. Wow. Jeez. Wow. Just doing I wow. asked him, you know, listen. That's that's way over the line. Oh, Nobody yeah. would advise anybody to do that, but I really want him to go and visit a college classroom and talk to the snowflakes who feel triggered if somebody has a different opinion and fall down weeping. I mean, are those are those two humans the same species? Right. Um, I did I did text him yesterday, and I was calling him and texting him stuff. And I said, "What symptom would you have had to have?" <laughs> Before you'd have thought, yeah, I probably had to go to get the book though. <laughs> of course, part of it was the cost. Eyeball the, dislocation. Part of it was the cost of going to the ER. Of course, he didn't go to the regular doctor on Monday morning either, But so that excuse doesn't work. But yeah. um, as my dad always says, your brother Joe invented the word conservative. <laughs> <laughs> Which he did. Anyway, wow. let's introduce everybody in the squad. There's our board <laughs> operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? I'm doing great. Um, you know, I, I hate to mention this i wasn't supposed to but um i'm going to anyway you're pregnant um, no no the the place that i got the the condo that i got it has a tv in the shower wow, wow. Pretty cool. wow. yeah the, the previous seller managed to put a television in the shower so it's pretty cool i'd be in the shower until i ran out of hot water <laughs> yeah that's the problem is now i have a water bill and then it's gonna get high if you know so, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's just a very small little thing. It's a, oh, very simple. It's just a two-way mirror, so it doubles as a mirror. And then he managed, he figured out that if he put a hole in the wall and put a little television in there, the mirror would pick it up. And so, yeah, you can turn on the television. and But everything's backwards. No, nothing's backwards. It's, it's a double just, mirror, so yeah. I think it flips it back the right way. Yeah. Oh, my. What? It's like, yeah, it's bouncing to one <laughs> mirror, and then he's seeing it off the second reflection, which means it's the right. <laughs> it sounds like witchcraft. No, it sounds like we're discussing how this space shuttle gets accurate <laughs> images of, you know, distant galaxies. What the heck? This guy really liked a tube in the shower. <laughs> you need to pull every book on every bookshelf in there to see if there's any sort of secret room or passageway that opens. Yeah, you be living on the Batcave. Wonder yeah. what? I wonder what he needed to see while he was in the he shower. He told me that he was watching the news okay. before he got. You know, I wear I wear for really work. like the news. I wear headphones in the shower, listening to the news because I do all my news just the audio portion. And uh, I wear my headphones in the shower, listening to news. Which There's is probably like not a good speakers now. You can, yeah, it doesn't work for the kids sleeping. Oh, that's stuff, true. But, that's true. Um, uh, it's probably not a good way to relax to uh, <sighs> never disconnect from the news like that. But are they? What are they hooked to? What's that? Your phone? The headphones? Oh, are I, they? Like, oh, wireless, wireless headphones? Yeah, hooked to the TV. Oh. It's awesome. I mow the lawn. I listen to news. I clean the garage. I do the laundry. I do everything. That's how I take in all my media. But generally, they don't say electronics in the shower are a good idea. I mean, is this any chance of it falling into the tub and then berzap? There's a little chance. That's what makes it exciting. <laughs> There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. Delighted to announce that uh, among my favorite things that I get to do every year on the show uh, around the Kentucky Derby time... We, I, I create a category, I let you guys know that I'm going to tell you names of things, and you have to tell me if it's a Kentucky Derby racehorse or blank. This year's category, it is Kentucky Derby racehorse or Dwayne The Rock Johnson movie. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I, I say that this year's is going to be particularly tough. Yeah, I believe it. 
Um, so the race is tomorrow, and what do they call it? Yeah. The most two exciting minutes in sports or something like that? Right, something like that. Mm-hmm. The most exciting <laughs> two minutes in sports preceded by right. the dullest four hours of pregame. Right. And that's not a joke yeah, right, yeah. that they that, that exist in sports. That is the tough part with that sport. It's so short to, to make any money off of it. You have to, uh, for, for the TV, they got to have so many hours of nothing to have advertisements. Can they run like 10, 12 great Kentucky Derbies through history? During the pregame, they never do. They just go on and on about the trainer and maybe, show ladies in hats. Maybe dogs chasing Frisbees or something. <laughs> Anything. Yeah. There's Marshall Phillips who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? Well, I uh, just got a resolution to something that's been going on for weeks. Went to my doctor for my annual checkup, and the doc sends me to get a CT scan of my lungs because after smoking for decades, I quit about eight years ago, and Good so we like, to, we like to keep checking up. Well, once again, no lung cancer, but this time around, the scan picked up what are called pancreatic cysts, which could be an indication of pancreatic cancer. Really? Oh, boy. Wow. So that meant another more invasive scan, but I couldn't get it right away because I had to wait for insurance to approve it. (laughs) They finally did. I went earlier this week. Doc calls last night. Cysts are benign, not cancerous. Yahoo Mountain Dew. Ooh, wow, that's one of your um, Yahoo Mountain Dew. That's yes. one of your bigger <laughs> test results, so you don't have the deadliest cancer that exists. Exactly. That's well, that's good, good news. And I kept thinking Holy about cow. Alex Trebek the whole time. Sure. You know, going, oh my God. Anyway, best birthday gift ever. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah. So, how, how how long did you have to wait for the test results? Uh, oh, uh, for the we, test because when, of insurance. A uh, week and a half. Jeez. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, it took a week and a half for them to clear it. But, you know, I had the test Wednesday. Doc called last night and said, you are clear. That's awesome. Excellent. And one thing I big takeaway from this, don't Google these kind of things. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Never Google anything. You, oh, you will be assured that you're going to yeah. die in two days. Yeah, never yeah. Google anything. Yeah. Unless you want to be worried and miserable. Right. Well, and it's, a, it's a, just a good idea to take a moment today, even if you're very busy, you take a moment to thank your pancreas for everything it does. Mm-hmm. Indeed, indeed. So without it, you're, you're pretty much, well, screwed into two, as yeah. they say. <laughs> it's the opposite of Yahoo Mountain Dew. Yeah. It's the opposite of my brother's appendix, exactly. which you don't need at all. It can cause all these problems. <laughs> Oddly you, enough. You don't need your appendix at all. No. Pancreas they want it. Hell, right. let them take it. Yeah. It's like junk in your backyard. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Friday, May 3rd, the year 2019, where Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Let's begin removing the pancreas of ignorance from the body politic. That was one of my best. Precisely according to FCC rules and regs at Mark. America is one of the most racially diverse countries in the world, yet it is also one of the most racially divided. Why do you think this is? You have 30 seconds. Go. (laughs) (laughs) And you're hot. (laughs) And be hot while you're answering. Is that Miss USA or Miss America or Miss Universe? It's not not the galactic one. It's just the country. (laughs) So we'll hear some of those answers coming up later. We'll add some dramatic music they had, too. (laughs) The most complicated issue on Earth. Answer in 30 seconds now. Your belly is flat and your boobs are large. What do we do about racism? (laughs) I'll watch it in my shower. (laughs) Oh, no. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, Trump, move on from Mueller. Does a controversial interview with Fox News. Getting national attention. A First Amendment fight over a high school newspaper story about a student working in porn. And Facebook banning what it calls dangerous people. 
Coming yeah. Up. Oh, yeah. And some of the people on the list, how are they dangerous? But how's mailbag look? Oh, it's it's fine. It's good. It's solid. It's, uh, let me see. What's this? Oh, a great point about why universities are so screwed up. Huh. And inexplicably a shot at Tucson. You have a major feature on universities this morning. I you? do, if you'd like to hear it. Yeah. 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 One of the primary reasons they are so bloated and screwed up. Interesting stuff coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Jobs numbers out. Unemployment's the lowest it's been since 1969 overall. It's the lowest. For, it's the lowest for a variety of categories it's ever been, breaking the record from last month. Um, so that's unbelievable uh, economic news. Not getting a ton of attention. If it were going the other direction, it would be the lead story. Oh, that's of course, just the way the world works. Um, <clears> also, <throat> what's the other story? Oh, the FBI sent a hottie. To try to infiltrate the Trump campaign. That oh, story broke yesterday. we yeah. got to talk about that. Wow. Sent some hot chick to try to get to Papadopoulos at a bar and uh, get him to fall for it. Now the deep state is weaponizing babes. Is this right? Can we put up with this as Americans? Spying on the campaign. Don't use the word spying. Surveilling. Did he fall for it? Sending it. No, he didn't really. He, like me, is smart enough to realize when a young hot chick at a bar comes up to you and is talking to you like that, something's up. All right. If I you're mean, an idiot, you fall for it. <laughs> I have all sorts of questions, but uh, we'll we'll wait until after mailbag, which happens after easy in there, Michael. A fond look back at the week that was. Time for cow clips of the week. Where the hell did everyone go? Come on, binge me, binge me, please. Last month, the record number of families crossed the border: fifty-three thousand people. Sleepy Joe, <laughs> Crazy Bernie, you look at the candidates, right? I think Pocahontas, she's finished, she's out. Make America moral again. Make America return to the essence of who we are. I just feel like a young man. I'm so young. I can't believe it. I'm the youngest person. This is crazy. You see that a whale wearing an electronic device was spotted off the coast of Norway, and experts think it was spying for Russia. So those diphthongs and triphthongs and dark elves and rising intonation are said to be sexier than the French accent, number seven, by the way, and the Irish accent at number three. Trump is a f***ing idiot. You still have a privilege if you're white, even if, if you're poor. It was reported yesterday that Sunday's Game of Thrones episode has become the most tweeted about television episode in history with more than 7.8 million tweets. And just to put that in perspective, the finale of MASH had zero. I'm not addicted to my phone. I'm addicted to what's on my phone. And in a digital cyber era, you don't need a, a bar and a hooker anymore. Right, this is a this is a bottom feeding scum sucker, and he has absolutely no alignment with the interests of the U.S. people and our public. For you to suggest that this was some sort of a kabuki dance with Rob Rosenstein. Get a job, racist baby. 
Get a job, racist baby. Strong opinion. <laughs> oh, boy. Mailbag. Woohoo! Freedom, love, and quote of the day from Bertrand Russell. The fact that an opinion has been widely held is no evidence whatever that it is not utterly absurd. Indeed, in view of the silliness of the majority of mankind, a widespread belief is more likely to be foolish than sensible. Mm. Elitist! It's a good one. Um, Coming up, one of my favorite jokes ever about Germans. Freaking correspondent Mikey Luke writes, J&J, thank you for limiting the amount of time you spent this week discussing the bar hearings and Fat Jerry Go Nadler's meltdown over being stood up. No one cares! I don't believe his middle name is Go. We've got more important things to do, like getting our cat's anal gland expressed and mowing the lawn. Sorry to hear about your cat. Jerry Go Nadler's. That doesn't sound right. Have a wonderful weekend. You too, Mike. We were discussing uh, what what was the name I, the word I, I uh, pledged to remember it, but of course I've forgotten it. They they made up a number of decades ago a word for the smell after it rains, um, and and how uh, we were discussing how it's universally uh, perceived by man in even tiny tiny little diffusions and and loved and makes us feel good for some reason. Magnus in Tucson writes here in Tucson, it smells like dirty socks with a hint of urine after it rains, thanks to the creosote bush. Black. Other than that, it's nice here. Um, always good to hear from Magnus in Tucson. <laughs> I like Tucson. Uh, on the topic of Maisie Hirono, Frank from Hawaii says, Maisie's a dope. I live in Hawaii, and her nickname used to be Lazy Maisie. Now the local media loves her because she fights Trump on everything. She needs to go. Lazy Maisie. Wow. You know, uh, and here's a nice note from somebody who had a bum pleasuring themselves next to a school. Oh, God. It's a little long. We'll get to that. The note, not the bum. Some great um, economic news out today. Marshall having his news coming up i got to get to my joke about Germans. Yes, all on the way. All right. On the Armstrong and Getty Show. Well, the good times roll economic-wise. Well, they're rolling another month at least. Let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Well, i got to tell you, the jobs report for April is out, and it is beating expectations. The Booyah! Un- the unemployment rate, the lowest since December of 1969. The Labor Department says the unemployment... I was unemployed in 1969, I'll admit it. The Labor Department says the unemployment rate fell to 3.6%. The economy adding 263,000 new jobs last month. A lot more than the forecast, or around 185,000. So what needs to be nailed down, and it's tough to nail anything down when it comes to economics, and you ask 100 economists, you get 100 different answers. How much of the economy booming is uh, the Trump administration stripping away all these regulations where companies can do business more easily? I know one particular example of a guy who was who's in the... Uh, what do you call it? Building houses, fixing construction. houses, mm-hmm. construction yeah. store stuff. The new regulations for heat and water and all this sort of stuff were just, he said, I don't even know how I'm going to function. I don't even know how I'm going to get anything done. Uh, and then Trump, yeah. Trump won and came in and they, they canceled them all. Mm. I mean, how much of uh, uh, releasing the energy 
of our workforce is the uh, Trump's administration doing away with all those regulations. Combine that with the reduced business taxes and just a perception that we don't have to hunker down right now. We can go ahead and stick our necks out and, and gamble and invest. Every investment is a risk. That's what people who... Wait, what? You know, they, they claim, <laughs> you know, they want socialism. Right. They don't understand that everything that causes growth is because someone was willing to take a risk. And businesses are taking more risks now because they feel more comfortable doing so. so. It's a number of things. Jobs report went on to say professional and business services, healthcare, and construction accounted for a good chunk of the job growth, but the gains were actually made across the board. So, all around, this was an amazing uh, jobs report. But, how long does it last? Um, if it tapers off before the election, who knows? But that's a different conversation. President Trump says it is really time to put the Mueller investigation in the past and move on. In an interview on Fox News, he repeated his position that he does not believe former White House counsel Don McGahn will be allowed to testify before Congress. Well, I've had him testifying already for 30 hours. So is the answer no? And it's really so. I don't think I can let him and then tell everybody else you can't, because especially him because he was a counsel. Mm-hmm. So they've testified for many hours, all of them. Many, many, many So as far people. as you're concerned, it's really it's kind of done. I can't it's say, done. well, one can and the others can't. Okay, so, so is it done? I would say it's done. <laughs> Trump also said that letting McGahn be interviewed by Congress would just pave the way for others to be called as witnesses. Oh, it'd be an endless stream of them and a, an, an, an ongoing TV show. God, it's such a, well, it's a political fight. Right, yeah. right. And then though the fat Nadler is desperate to make it look like an impeachment hearing without actually impeaching, that's why I wanted the staff attorneys and lawyers. Which is pretty it. clever. Even though, oh, it's a, it's a fine ploy if you're, you know, into ploys. Uh, and uh, it's funny, though, because quite a few of those Congress people are lawyers themselves, so it really isn't necessary. They right. just want that, that picture. And the thing about McGahn that I find interesting is that in the midst of the uh, various scandals involving Eric Holder and Loretta Lynch and others during the Obama administration, they uh, passed a rule or announced that uh, high cabinet officials uh, did not have to testify right. to Congress. Right. Um, and, and so, yeah, now Trump is echoing that, but the people on the left are howling like it's, you know, burning the Reichstag for fans of German history. Um, oh, that's right. I owe you a, a joke about Germans. Um, and it's just, it's, it's, it's funny. It's the flaming partisan hypocrisy. A California school district is not going to stop a high school newspaper from publishing a story about a student who works in the adult entertainment industry. The Bruin Boys. A student at the high school yes. is in porn. Yes. She's 18, I'm assuming. Correct. The Bruin Boys. How does an 18-year-old come to decide they want to be in porn on their own? Did somebody contact her? Or how does that work? The Bruin Boys at Bear Creek High School in Stockton plans says it plans to publish the story of the 18-year-old student who makes money performing in legal online adult entertainment. The Lodi Unified School District sent a letter to the journalism advisor, though, saying... It wanted to review the story before publication, along with threatening her job if she did not comply. The I think she's one of those webcam girls who, who performs various acts and shows off various parts for people who are willing to kick in a few bucks online. The advisor refused, citing freedom of speech, so it was a standoff until they finally worked out a compromise where an attorney reviewed the story for any potential legal concerns. The attorney said he found nothing of concern in the story. The lawyer wrote the article primarily focused on the hardships the student has faced 
and not about what she does for money. So this was a major standoff. The story's getting a lot of uh, national attention because it's a fight over First Amendment sure. rights. Meanwhile, Facebook is going to be... It's, by the way, it's funny to me they couldn't work out that compromise in advance since, you know, having followed this story, everybody made their case and, and it seemed like it was inevitable it'd be going in that direction. Right. But I don't know. Everybody's got to be a tough guy or a tough gal. Facebook is dropping the ban hammer on some high-profile names who it said violated its policies against hate. They called them dangerous individuals, barring them from both Facebook and from Instagram, which it also owns. They included Nation of Islam leader Louis Farrakhan, political agitator Milo Yiannopoulos, and the conspiracy theorist Alex Jones. How is Milo Yiannopoulos lumped in with Louis Farrakhan? Well, and it was hilarious. I think it was NPR. It might have been CNN this morning uh, saying uh, various right-wing uh, characters, including uh, Alex Jones and Louis Farrakhan. So now... Conservatives are supposed to claim Louis Farrakhan. <laughs> what? <laughs> Have you ever seen a... of the frogs down in Houston? You're not Louis Farrakhan, and, and I'm not sure that's true. Uh, do uh, conservative politicians get photographed smiling with Louis Farrakhan? No, not so much. This, this, this. Well, we're going to talk more about it. It's ridiculous. Like every effort by Silicon Valley to decide what we should permit and what we shouldn't. It ends up being just dumb. And one final sad note. The man who played Chewbacca in the Star Wars movies has passed away. He was 74 years old. Peter Mayhew's family said he died on April 30th at his home in North Texas. In a statement, they said, Mayhew put his heart and soul into playing the role of the tall, just, furry Wookiee. Is this just a guy who got the job because he was a certain height? Yep, pretty much. Yep. Okay, well, I'm sorry he passed, but... Very nice fellow, too. I believe it. Wrote books about, uh, you know, not bullying and being kind to people. Awesome. Yep, thoroughly decent soul. And a giant hairy lion dog <laughs> bear. That's your news. Bear thing. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Fantastic. Thank you, Squawky, the bald eagle symbolizing freedom. Squawky is an example to us all, Jack. He cries out for freedom. Freedom! I swear I'll give you my joke about German. I found it very amusing. I don't want to oversell it. Probably already have. Probably already have. <laughs> Probably already have. A, an entire state has banned styrofoam. 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 There you go. That's fine. It's unnecessary. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of grossed out by styrofoam. Yeah, it's, just, it's fine, but it doesn't need to exist, and it's awful. Well, what am I going to take my to-go at Panda Express in? Something else. <laughs> You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the of nation. The nation. Officials in California have warned that a woman infected with the measles virus attended a midnight showing of Avengers Endgame last week and may have exposed the crowd to the virus. Meanwhile, a guy with tuberculosis went to see Hellboy, but thankfully, he was the only one there. <laughs> mm. 
Yeah, mm. woman with measles went to an Avengers uh, opening day. There you go. I believe I am one episode short of catching up on Games of Thrones. Games of Thrones. <laughs> Games of Thrones. <laughs> and then you'll be up to modern day? Yes. So, so you just have the last week's episode to, to watch? I, I think. How many have aired this season? Uh, three. Yeah, okay. We have one more then. Yeah. So the giant yeah. battle scene. Awesome. Yeah. Turn up the brightness on your TV. Yeah, I keep hearing that. Uh, yeah. Well, it's it's dark out. So uh, British couple. Oh, we're, we're discussing the sexiest accents. Some list came out. It's fun. The sexiest. Uh, the sexiest, that's right, uh, New Zealand at the top of the list, which is uh, interesting. But anyway. Wouldn't uh, be my choice. German was near the bottom, and it is not a sexy accent. Um, and I mentioned that when my son had to learn a German accent for a play he was in, um, he said the key to it is is you must pronounce everything precisely. The Germans are a very precise people. And Jack made the point that it's interesting that the, the accent so echoes their culture and society. You know, the, the hard work, the engineering, the rest of it's very precise. And it's true. Got this from uh, Tukey, I think? T-U-C-H-I. Probably Tukey. British couple decides to adopt a German baby. They raise him for years. However, they begin to get worried because he never speaks. They believed he was mentally handicapped. They even took him to therapy, which is fruitless. Then when the child was eight years old, he had a strudel and said, it is a bit tepid. His parents, of course, shocked that he was suddenly speaking, asked, Wolfgang, why why have you never spoken before? The child replied, up until now, everything has been satisfactory. (laughs) That's pretty funny. That is a pretty good encapsulation of, uh, of Germany. For some reason, that reminds me of that old joke about the monk uh, who once a year he got to go in and say two words. In the first year, he says, food bad. Second year, he says, bad Dead hard. hard. Yeah. Third year, he says, I quit. And they say, well, no wonder you've been complaining since you got here. We're not surprised. <laughs> yeah. Up until now, everything has been satisfactory. Hey, does anybody know about Facebook's new secret crush feature, how that works, what that's all about? Yeah, I scanned it. You I'm get, not on Facebook. I'm not asking for that reason. I just wondered what it is. Right. You get to express interest, and I think it's up to nine uh, friends slash acquaintances on, on Facebook, and then, I don't know, they, but, they but, click back something, something, something. I think they're trying to get into the dating game. Sure. Like yeah. it, they, Every one of these things wants to be the only site that you visit. Keeping in mind that after your date, Mark Zuckerberg will know everything that happened and have pictures of both of your genitals. <laughs> Oh, he's and, and, he'll, and he's already got that. And he's, he'll be selling it to every app maker on the planet. So enjoy yourselves. Also, we need to get to the Facebook banning various people. If I were a more ambitious fella, I have a couple of editorials I really, really want to write. But I just, I've decided that, you know, you live for a while, then you die. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure how much of my life I want to spend engaged in angry arguments with people uh, who, who, you know, and, and there are those who would suggest, well, if, you know, if, if people who have an idea of what's true and good and right don't stand up for it, it will go away. Well, yeah, okay, I'll grant you that. On the other hand, as I look at the angry, bitter arguments of fools on the Internet, I think, why would I engage in that? I was, I was quite literally in my backyard yesterday smelling the roses. I stopped to smell the roses. Or I could have been pounding out an angry editorial about Facebook censoring only people on the political left, or right rather, and Louis Farrakhan, 
whatever he is, who I heard described as a Muslim leader this morning, Jack. I know <sighs> Always. That's, that's one of your favorites. I, I swear, the, uh, the, the Mark Twain maxim that if you don't read the newspaper, you're uninformed, and if you do read the newspaper, you're misinformed, has never been truer. The stuff you hear on cable TV is just... So you'd like to write an editorial, but you think, yeah, I'm going to die anyway, so... Well, no, I just... Uh, I was watching SpongeBob SquarePants yesterday with my kids, and we we mentioned yesterday, this summer's the 20-year anniversary of SpongeBob, so they're going to do yeah. some sort of special summer. But anyway, so uh, Squidward, I don't really watch the show, so I don't know who the characters are. But anyway, yeah. Squidward's, uh, SpongeBob's complaining about having to go out and serve food at the restaurant or whatever. Ah, yeah, and, the, uh, the crusty crab. And he's tired of it or whatever, and Squidward says, look... I make the food, you serve it, they eat it, we repeat this for 40 years, and then it's over. <laughs> and I thought, you know, that's a, that's a pretty pretty good way to look at life, yeah. Yeah. If we just keep doing this, then we're dead. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess maybe it's, it's, it's not that I'm, I don't want to throw pearls before swine, it's more that I don't want to... Spend my uh, uh, spend my free time making carefully crafted arguments. Who will yell "f you, you fascist"? Mm. And actually, the word "fascist" figures prominently into my thoughts, which I will share with you on the radio show about Facebook and uh, and their recent move to ban various people. Antifa, who is anti-fascist, according to them, <laughs> uh, attacked some journalist in Portland the other day, a right. couple days ago, right. Have they and their people been banned? No. No, of course not. Ma- uh, Maine, the state of Maine. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, it's nice up here. Uh, Maine has banned styrofoam, first state to ban styrofoam. which Makes the lobster sick. I'm all for it. Sick yeah. lobster. Can't sell. Kind of amazing that styrofoam still exists, really. It's pretty darned handy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. It's just, you know, listen, the 20th century was full of... Fabulous ideas, just just exploding out of the man, mind of mankind. Well, let's just say ideas. I mean, the 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 speed with which developments took place. Started just, the 20th century, man had never taken flight. Right. By the end of it, we'd been to the moon multiple times. Right. It, by the end of it, we were bored with going to the moon. Uh, yeah, just amazing developments. It makes perfect sense from the Department of All Change Is Not Progress that several of those developments turned out to be a bad idea. Chemicals that would kill bugs, but 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 give children birth defects, right? Uh, a fabulous manufactured product that would keep your hamburger somewhat warm for five minutes and keep its juices from flowing out, uh, but then it won't biodegrade for 700,000 years. I mean, <laughs> look, it was a good try, but let's move on to something else. So I'm okay with that. I'm always surprised when I get uh, my food is uh, put in a styrofoam container. I think, oh, you still do that. Yeah, I was in one of the great progressive capitals of the world recently, uh, sipping on an iced tea, which came with a straw. Um, and I, I I noticed as soon as I wrapped my sumptuous bee-stung lips around it, <laughs> wow. that it was, uh, I get a lot of collagen, as you can tell. <laughs> I'm permanently duck-faced, like women want to be for some reason. Uh, anyway, um, uh, as soon as I, I touched it with my lips, I realized, wait a minute, this is something different. And sure enough, it was some sort of t- treated paper product. Did it work all right, though? Oh, the, it functioned look. perfectly until toward the end of my refill. Started to dissolve a I little. I was sucking down iced tea. It was starting to get a little soft at the top. Yeah. But we it all was, have that problem. <laughs> but it, but it worked, uh, worked fine. Uh-huh. You know, what I did was I created a vacuum with my mouth and drew the liquid through the straw into my gullet and, uh, and then swallowed it. And it worked repeatedly. So, yeah, it was fine. 
So as a straw goes, that was pretty much the goal. Goodbye, goodbye plastic straw. Mm-hmm. What's the number one book in the country right now, Joe? I have no idea. It is the Mueller Report. Oh, it's now officially a bestseller. It's the number one book in the country. I didn't realize that uh, Alan Dershowitz, Harvard Law professor, who on a lot of this stuff has been siding with the Trump administration, including on this whole Mueller bar battle. Mm-hmm. He says bars right, Mueller's wrong. He wrote the foreword to the book. I don't know how the government decided to pick the Harvard Law professor. Oh, no, they didn't. The it, anybody can put it out because oh, okay. it's public domain. And oh, okay. so some publishing houses decide to differentiate themselves by hiring heavyweights to write the foreword. And he or is analysis. Idea. Yeah, Interesting. Huh. Yeah, I haven't read his foreword. I'd actually, I don't want to read the report, uh, but I would like to read his foreword. The bar battle. Everybody's hot and heavy about the bar battle. You can have a bar battle, just don't knock over my drink. That's so the, what I say. Huh? Well, so hey. the one Congress guy showed up yesterday with uh, a bucket of fried chicken and then a little plastic chicken to to try to make the point that the attorney general is a chicken. That was not very grown up. And then, <laughs> no, it's funny because he did an interview later where he said, we need to get serious about this stuff while he was holding this plastic chicken in his hand. You can't tell me to get serious while you're holding holding a giant plastic chicken. Why do you bother to write comedy these days? That's hilarious. <laughs> but um, we need he, to get serious. When it got when it was his turn to speak, he kept referring to a chicken chicken bar. He kept saying chicken bar wouldn't show up, and I thought, what a terrifying and amazing beast that would be the chicken bar. Uh, bars bear sized chickens or chicken sized bears? Which oh. you'd rather have? <laughs> Clearly a bear-sized chicken. We got a chicken, chicken bar. Can you Come over the hills. A bear-sized chicken is close to a dinosaur. Like that, That's yeah. terrifying. Yeah. Chicken-sized yeah. bears. And, and delicious. Are you kidding? A chicken-sized bear sounds, a, I, sounds adorable. I know. I know. You get a little leash and put a hat on it. I'd have three Rawr! in my room. Rawr! Rawr! <laughs> yeah, come on. So could you wrestle with it at home? Sure. Might have to, you know, shave down its fangs a little bit. It's time for us to get serious about this, he said, holding a giant plastic chicken in his hand. <laughs> Put down the chicken before you talk about getting serious. <laughs> Odd times. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? When the going gets strange, the strange turn pro. Hence, the Armstrong and Getty Show. Why did they ban some people from Facebook? We need to talk about that at some point. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. <laughs> 